down <sighs> fuck god damn it all right we're, we're gonna, gonna start with a we're starting with a piss bag right the, okay it's the mail it's the bag of epistles you can't call it the piss bag every time <laughs> watch me call it the piss bag every time i hate it so we're opening up the epistles bag uh to get an epistle from jarvix and what do we find what do we find alex He's recommended us another Carmen video. Yep. Yep. He did. He did. Jarvix. What the fuck, dude? Come on, dude. You know our opinions on Carmen. Uh, I have offered to physically fight. I'm not going to physically fight Carmen, but I would like to destroy him in laser tag or something. Sure. Or maybe like sock and boppers. Right. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm very mad at Carmen and I do hate yeah. him and think he's bad. Jarvix, I want to thank you for corresponding. Sure. We appreciate every... But I do not want to thank you for sending us more Carmen for the podcast. Like, look, thank you for helping us by giving us content that we can turn into our own content. Yes, we're, we're so thankful for you. As a as someone who's involved in the in the listenership of, yeah. of this podcast, but we are not we are not thankful no for all of the fucking Carmen <laughs> that you keep shoving in our goddamn piss bag. Because look, are we gonna watch it every time? Yeah, we have to. It's our civic duty as podcasters. Yeah, Jarvik, sit in the corner. I'm gonna talk to the rest of you. The rest of you listening. You better not turn this into some kind of bit. No. It I, is illegal to turn this whole put Carmen in our piss bag kind of bit to no. do on our podcast. Don't do that. Yeah. This is a good podcast that's good. Yeah, we only try to talk about things that are good and that we like on this. Yeah, so please refrain from from doing... You see Jarvis in the corner? You know why he's there? Because he did this. Because this is bad. We don't I, want... I would be willing to go as far as to call this a prank. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. This prank? It stanks. It's not epic. <laughs> it might be just a prank, bro. Yeah. But this prank stank. Yep. So, Jarvis, With that said... We do have to... We We legally are obligated to... Watch the courtroom by Carman, but we do not have to engage with it right. 100%. So we are going to do the announcements over it and sort of involuntarily react to the courtroom intermittently to satisfy your perverse urges to get us to watch Carmen all the time. Also, also, Brad's here for the announcements. Hey, Brad. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, yeah. so, <laughs> hey, so we're gonna watch the courtroom, and you're gonna. Brad, you're gonna help us watch the courtroom. All right, announcements. Wednesday, October third, I will be doing standing up type comedy at Divine Comedy at the Speakeasy. It happens at nine. It's free. 
and I'm going to be there. Alex? Uh, on October 10th, I will actually be doing stand-up at Divine Comedy at Speakeasy. Uh, that's a, a Wednesday night. A week from uh, that. Yeah. From, from mine. Mm-hmm. It will be starting at 9 o'clock. Get there at 8.30. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, come out. Sure, sure. Are they all dead in this? Yeah, I think it's... Okay, it looks like heaven. Everyone's wearing all white. Except Carmen, who's in a regular suit. Are are we watching Bosch? Comedy Fight League. Yeah. It's back, baby. On October 6th, that's a Saturday, both Alex and I will be doing our own respective roast battles. Yep. I'll be roasting Praise Down alum Cameron Brewer. And Alex, who will you be roasting? Well, I'm not roasting anybody. Uh, I will be uh, having a compliment battle with past and future guest Wampus Reynolds. Uh, where It's a comedy polite league is what it's called. Um, we'll be just having a real nice off to each other. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, my money's on you. That that Wampus guy, he's he's rude. I think he's good. That's my first compliment. Oh. Starting early. <laughs> I think he's good. Look, I think he's good, too. That's true. Uh, now, look. You like to listen to this show? Wait, there's Carmen playing the devil. Yeah, hey, Brad, what are you feeling so far? Well, apparently, Carmen is playing the devil and... The narrator and the, the judge Lord. is the judge God. Yeah. What okay. would you What would you call Devil Carmen's sort of facial hair situation? Oh no. Oh, it's a soul patch. Oh. Now, did he? Did he? Was that a soul that he bought? He's also from the, dressed... from the um, kid with the violin, and it's just a, a patch. When he went uh, yeah. to when he went to Georgia or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is that one soul. It's a soul. Yeah, it's uh, Charlie I also, Daniels' soul. I want to talk about the way the devil is dressed, which is like reverse. He's like evil Austin Powers. Um, it's just yeah. like a sparkly red suit with a black frilly ascot. You know, Car- Carmen does look like a smarmy TV judge. Yeah, by again, the way. though, uh, yeah. I'd like to point out. Uh, Carmen not playing the one being judged. That is a black kid. Yeah, right. Is, yeah, of course. I mean, no surprise. Can't it's Carmen. Bring up yeah. enough how much Carmen likes. For, Maybe the for only the black kids. Yeah. To be the bad guys. Yeah. In his videos. Is is this the only black person in this video? Oh, I don't well, know. Well, we will double check. Yeah. Alex, do you like this show? Do I like? this movie do you like this podcast this, this podcast yeah i love it yeah uh if you if you like it you could go to itunes you could rate and review the show uh-huh highly and it would help us uh get in front of a wider audience and have more visibility uh so do your duty i've reviewed this show anonymously yeah and given it a glowing review good and rated it as high as you can that's five stars that's five of them. Mm-hmm. yep now I, I do not have access to iTunes. Oh, <laughs> well, you can go to Facebook and leave us a review there. Yes, that's well, that would look. I can't. Can I leave an anonymous review on Facebook? Hmm. You could make a fake account that says. There we go. There we go. You could make a fake. 
Carmen account <laughs> and leave an amazing, glowing review of the show. I'm going to rate it five stars, but the review I write is going to be really mean because I'm going to be pretending to be Carmen oh, and I want to yeah. start beef with Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> now, Alex, do you love this show? Yeah, it's a highlight of my week. Do you have money? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, imagine if you had money. Wait. Okay, I'm there. You could give us some to, okay. to our Patreon at patreon.com slash GTM for good trash media uh-huh. and have access to bonus content like Secular Sunday or the Silly Marillion yeah. that we release. You also could have access to good trash genre cast bonus episodes where they review um, good movies like Bright with, yeah. <laughs> with, 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 with Will Smith and other things that are equally as good like yeah. the Cloverfield Paradox. Right. Um, I do. I do want to talk about though. In that scenario where I have money, uh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be giving money to my own pa- podcast, my own Patreon. Right. I already have. Sure. It. But if you were more dedicated to it, that's true. I yeah. would. Yeah. We got to make that Mark Marin money oh, here on the, yeah, here on the praise down. Uh, and I want to say to our listeners, if anybody pledges to the Patreon, we will make another silly Marillion. Yes. Yeah. Let us know when you do it. We'll release another Silly Marillion. We're like the Joker. Yeah, we're like the freaking Joker. The freaking except, Joker of podcasts. Except we won't take the money that you donate to us and burn it. Yeah, because that's not what you do with money. No. Joker, you kind of have a lot of money. We're not that twisted. Yeah, we're not that freaking twisted. This song is eight months long. It's yeah, insane. I, I'm yeah. losing my mind. Want to feel old? We're on we Joker started, riffs right now. Want to feel old? This podcast started 67 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> A dinosaur stepped on this podcast <laughs> and broke its leg. Uh, this podcast got broke. I had to take it. Now, had to take it to a blacksmith to get Carmen it fixed. is playing the devil uh, and just got mad because God won. Yeah. So it was uh, real good to look at him scowling with that soul patch. It was really satisfying. Yeah. We managed to get all the way through Nancy's and hardly pay any mind to this abomination of a music fu- video. I can't fucking believe that music video. Uh, at least the black kid did get into heaven, though. Yeah, that's... Carmen did at least grant him that. At least he, at least he kind of figured it out. Yeah. A little bit on that one. Mm-hmm. It was... He, he repented for yo kids and... <sighs> And and he's and he's atoning, and that's nice to see. Can I plug stuff? Yeah, of course. Oh, plug! Yeah, yeah. Cliff Cash upstairs at the Speakeasy on October fifth. This we've will comedy not have come League out by then on October. 6th. We'll we'll cut it into announcements. Okay, I got you. So Kyle Kinane, mm-hmm. October fourteenth. Cool. At the Paramount Theater, go get tickets to that at Ticketmaster. Uh, Ticket Storm. Ticket Storm. Ticket we'll Storm. Tickets to that at Ticket Storm. Tickets Storm. Mm-hmm. Tickets person in Oklahoma City. Oh, is that, is that starts this again? month? They're not retiring the jersey. Interesting. That happens. <laughs> that happens again. <laughs> that happens again because uh, our current champion just. We just can't leave it like that. Yeah, so, so we're gonna go uh, ahead and and crown a new champion this year, starting October twenty second. Huh. Okay. Check dot for the details. That's ticketstorm.com. dot <laughs> 
<laughs> October. That's 9th. short for tickets. Uh, tornado. Uh, Bri- Brandon Patrick is coming back to town to do two shows. Uh, he's going to record two uh, different sets on the same night. Hell yeah! Terrible idea. Sure. That's going to go crash and burning. Oh yeah, he's going to mm-hmm. fucking die. That's uh, October nineteenth at um, the studio, the Tower Studio. Cool. And then um, October twenty first at the Opolis in Norman. We have Billy Wayne Davis. Oh, hell yeah. So I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, now, uh, showtime. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy this episode. With Gee Whiz. Gee Whiz. What's up, Praise Dogs? It's the Praise Down, the number one sort of Christian music review show on the on the web that's not run by Christians, really. No, a secular podcast about Christian stuff. But nice, though. We're nice to it. We're uh, The elevator pitch on this podcast stays bad. Yeah, one day we will get it down. Um, I'm Heath Huffman. I'm Alex Sanchez. And we host the show. And with us today, joining us on the couch is a uh, NASCAR driver, I'll investigate that claim further, an unretired professional gamer, a, a, yeah, a Tony Hawk pro gamer, and uh, leads the band G-Wiz, also, Nick, also his nickname G-Wiz, it's Garland Moore. Hi, Garland. Hello. Hey, it's good to have you here. Good to be here. I saw you at Norman Music Festival and really enjoyed myself, I have to say. Thank you. I'm glad. Did you, was it the Resonator or the, the stage show? It was the stage, stage show. show. Oh, that was super fun. Yeah, you were, you were on right before Jarvix, and Alex and I had to be puppets on stage. Yeah, I remember that. I, I like the overalls. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> that was A+. Plus. Thank yeah. you. It's, it's good to be here on Praise Down. It's, it's great to have you here. So, um, you know, I, I, I said that I would investigate this, and I have to deliver. Otherwise, you know, what am I without my integrity? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, NASCAR driver, have, how's that about? It's, it's uh, I guess I should say it's more like I'm a NASCAR tester because oh, okay. they put me in there. You beta test cars? Basically. That's cool. That's maybe cooler. I think. I it know. feels more dangerous. It's it's weird. It's it's a lot less regulated, but um, <laughs> awesome. I don't know. It's super fun. Like When I was a kid, I was super into racing, and my family was into it, and I did, like, go-kart stuff a lot. And now, as an adult, I kind of, like, was like, I just want to do this. So I started doing it. Are there ever cars that you test that are, like, a little bit too badass to be, like, yeah, legal? One. Oh, wait, yeah. Whoa! Yeah, I did. It was it was wild. Awesome. It wasn't real bad. I didn't total the car. I fixed it. Okay, but okay. But it was it was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> was, it, was it just, like... Ripping too hard? Uh, no, it was it was all me. Oh. I, I was, oh no! I was getting really really good times, and then I I, th- I thought I thought it was the brake, it was the clutch, and so I rubbed the wall. Oh, oh well. Hey, glad you're okay. Thank you. It was it was not anything major at all. Okay, it's still. It was super fun though, but um, 
yeah, I don't know. It's it's fun. You tested any sort of famous cars? Uh, I've tested some like cars that have been used in big races before. Uh, I've cool. tested an old. It was at the time it was called the Nationwide Series in NASCAR, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which is like right below the Cup Series. Cup Series is the one most people know about. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I tested one of those cars at Texas Motor Speedway a few years ago, and it was super fun. Um, there was a person who cut down in front of me, probably going 50 mile per hour slower than me. So that was scary. That was one of the scarier moments in yeah. Yikes. my life. But that was super fun. I enjoyed it. Are you employed by NASCAR? No, by no means. I've not made any money. I've just spent money doing this. Hell yeah. Oh, Hell okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Because the thing is, like, a paid internship. Yeah. Very cool. Everyone wants to, like, everyone wants to, uh, you know, drive, and there's, like, very few opportunities to do it. So I kind of have to pay. I uh, did a GoFundMe last year, and that was what helped me do what I've done so far. What's it cost to, to drive one? So, like, to do a testing section, that's going to fluctuate, but, like, it really is. It's it's about whatever the team's looking for and whatever you can provide. And a lot of cases, at least in the case of like like entry tier NASCAR, like they they mostly look for experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if you have you know the right resume, you can do it on a couple grand if you find the right team looking for the right opportunity. Cool. And that's just like the the really small stuff though. So. Cool. It gets way up from there. That makes sense. That does start expensive. Yeah. Was there was there some sort of training that you had to already have? Not really, no. Nice. Sweet. Righteous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just went for it. Sick. Sick. Yeah, rules. It's super fun. Um, I gotta I gotta keep investigating your credentials because they're very fun. Um, professional gaming. Uh, I see you're wearing an <laughs> Evo T-shirt. I just we got back from Evo, so. Um, professional gaming? I don't know. That's like a question mark on the end. It's more like professional losing. Um, <laughs> but I have actually no. I will say I've, I've won some like local tournaments before, doing like like parties and like like little events and side stuff. But I've never like won anything big or anything notable. What are you What are you gaming on? I'm, I'm gaming on everything. Like a PS2. <laughs> uh, sometimes. Sweet. What What games are you? Um, what games are you a Com- at a performing at a competitive level. Uh, Tekken Seven. Sick. Is that the newest Tekken? Yes. Nice. Who's your main? Um, Lucky Chloe, who's like a cat girl. Cool. Hell yeah. Cool. 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 And she like Hell break yeah. dances, kind of like Eddie Gordo. Oh shit. So cool. That's pretty cool. There, uh, there are three breakdance fighters in the Tekken there, branch now. Yeah, I think so. They're. I don't know if they're all in seven. I know Eddie and Lucky Chloe is, but I can't speak for the other person. Christy. Yeah. Is I the other breakdance fighter. I can't remember if she's in or not. Christy Montero. I think so. I don't know. The Tekken lore is really weird. The Tekken lore is awesome. Like, I, I don't know. The animated movie from the 90s, really, really good. It I'm is? A I'm a fan. <sighs> we got to watch it. It's like the Metal Gear Solid of fighting games. Okay. I can, I can fuck with that. Yeah, the, the lore is uh, you're not going to get it just by, like, poking your head in and, okay. l- and looking around. You know what I, I got mean? got it. The best part is the deeper you go, the more ridiculous it gets. Yeah. Yes. Just like Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> True. It's, Metal Gear Solid is like if 007 and Austin Powers were the same thing. <laughs> totally, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel that. Just like, oops, you got Austin Powers by 007. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's talk the walk. Talk the walk. 
Garland, what's the walk with you? What's your walk with the Lord like? What's my history with the Lord? Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll start we'll start uh, from the beginning. From the very beginning. Okay, so both my parents are Christian. My whole family's Christian. Interesting. Except for my siblings. Nice. Um older, younger? Uh younger. Okay. By about three years. Maxwell. Maxwell, shout out. Shout out to Maxwell. He might listen to this. I don't know. Come on the cast. You should. But Maxwell lives in California now. Oh. So. Messed up. Well. It's messed up. It's true. Uh, Got a new haircut. Looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I've walked with the Lord. I uh, I went to the churches mm-hmm. uh, when I was a kid. I had a great grandma who lived in Idabel, Oklahoma. So I would be there a lot in the summers and stuff. And basically, those small towns, especially in like southeast Oklahoma, really like the whole town revolves around the church. So mm-hmm. uh, as an adult, I haven't really gone to church much, but. So, uh, what, what denom, what denom, uh, I don't know. Like, ba- was there only one church Baptist, in the, it was BAP? Okay. Yeah. yeah. BAP. I don't if know. there's I've only one, it's usually. I've been to different kinds of churches, but I, I don't know. Which one was your favorite? I don't know. I, I, in retrospect, like I, as a kid, I really remember liking the small town churches and mm-hmm. stuff like that in Southern Oklahoma, but like. And I also went to some of the really big ones here, mm. but um, I don't know. I prefer the smaller community, but of course, you know, sometimes small communities and small towns have really b- bad ways of thinking. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, we can take that out of the equation. I guess I'd prefer small town churches. Okay. If everybody was just on a, a sort of like similar ideological playing field. Yeah. If everybody yeah. just wasn't jerks to each other. Right. Yeah. If everybody was just nice. Huh. What a world. And it's just like, oh, do you want it small or do you want it big? Small. It's the only choice mm-hmm. you had to make. So uh, how long How long would you say that you did that church? Oh, I don't know. Sometime between when I started being in like the second or third grade through like the seventh, maybe. like. You got a good five years in? Yeah, it was, it was a handful of years. Being on that Sunday morning rotation. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, how into it did you get? Personally, not a whole lot. I uh, Like, a lot of things were over my head at that age. Sure. Um, and I also wasn't involved in much, like, kids groups and stuff like that. I did go, during high school, I did go to a church group, like, every Wednesday night for a brief period yeah. of time. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was one time, though, oh, my gosh, the most significant Christian experience in my life. Yeah, church <laughs> camp. <laughs> Truly. It was a uh, church us, camp. Yeah, when, tell us about a time you felt it. <laughs> I was at church camp. Um, church camp was weird. It's, it's Camp Wow, which is standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, whoa. Mm-hmm. Camp Walk on Water. Mm-hmm. Wow, no, that's what I call a camp for Christians. <laughs> <laughs> so there was like, it was really weird. There were... There weren't, like, small wooden cabins. There were just, like, a big tin shed cabin that had, like, 100 kids in it. And it was wild. Just bunk bed after bunk bed after bunk bed. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I was there with a bunch of my friends from high school. And they had this band play. Um, these songs, these Christian rock songs, like, every night. But the band had the same set list every night at the camp. What? And the camp was, like, five, six, seven days long, something like that. And so every night it was like the same songs. I remember like one way, Jesus. 
Never forget. Wow. Um, I don't think I know that one. You know, it was it was a weird camp because like we were having lots of lots of Christian talks, like lots mm-hmm. of hey hey kids gather around and yeah, uh, let's talk about the uh, yeah. Lord. Uh, yeah, they they ask you weird, weird shit like how your walk is or whatever. It was <laughs> like lots lots of like sit downs and stuff like that, talking about our emotions, a lot of crying, mm-hmm. and then like. Um, at the same time, though, my friends, we were like, we were like all going through puberty. So like, yeah, my, hell yeah. I remember specifically not doing this, but my friends were all kind of like horny that whole like mm-hmm. week. So they were all like, "I wonder what the girls' cabin's up to." Ooh, and I'm just like, y'all, calm down, keep it, mm-hmm. keep it together, guys. <laughs> but uh, yeah, be be horny, but be respectful. Horn specked, yeah. Be horn spectful. If you must be horny. I've always been of the opinion that Christian camps are where really wild stuff happens. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Uh, really super horny events, Christian camps. I remember they had a contest during that. Oh, man, there's so many memories from that camp, but there's a contest where you had to build a canoe and go across a lake, and we just, like, our canoe just, like, sunk in the middle of the lake. <laughs> and so we were just out there in the middle of the lake without any, like... Life jackets, like anything. What? Yeah, it was wild. Like people kidding? had to help us. It was it was wild. There was this other. Oh my gosh! There was this night. Okay, so at the time, at this event, there was the song on the radio that was popular. It was "A Bay Bay" by Hurricane Chris. Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, "A Bay Bay," "A Bay Bay." So, I mentioned that like cabin of like a hundred people. Right, we were all trying to fall asleep, and then like at one point, they. One of the kids was like, at this time, we're all going to start saying, hey, baby. And so we're all waiting. We're all waiting. The time comes around. One kid's like, hey, hey baby. Hey, baby. And then, like, all these kids are going, hey, what? baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. And so they make us run around the campus of the church or the church what? camp as punishment. For saying, hey, baby, together? Yes. That's weird. It's like you... <laughs> It's like you formed a secular union at this church, <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and they're punishing you. <laughs> we are all Hurricane Chris. Yeah. I've, I've found that if you go to church camp and you've like, and you come back and you found out that you've just kind of had a normal one, that you're like a nerd at church camp. <laughs> <laughs> I had a normal time where nothing strange. I was trying to have a normal time, but. My friends were all getting into hijinks and stuff. They they were not into having a normal one. My friends at church camp would constantly like show their balls to each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, right? <laughs> okay, what is with? It's like some people, even as adults, I've found this to be true. There's some people where the moment they travel or displaced, they get horny like real quick. You ever notice that? Yeah. Is it? What is What's with it? that? I don't know. It's but. it has to do with the Earth's magnetism and how the core. Doesn't have an equal pull in all parts of it. That makes sense. Yeah, and it doesn't really affect your sort of daily life, uh, but it, it, but it, you can, your body can tell if it's different, and it gets you all horned up. Because you're like, the genes are different in this part of the world. <laughs> Church camp. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. It was, it was, was a time. That was it. That was. I read that somewhere. You did not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Garland, after seventh grade, no more church for you. Did you ghost God or did you break up with God? Uh, I still identify as Christian. Hey, so nice. 
There you go. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, I think amongst people my age, like, there's a lot of, like, good you can take out of the ideas of Christianity, and then there's also a lot of negative associations. So my my relationship with all that is very, like, personal, and I don't, like, seek organized religion or anything like that. Sure. So yeah. that's kind of where I'm at these days. Cool. I gotcha. I mean, I generally kind of, like, try to obey the Ten Commandments if I had to, because generally that just, like, promotes, like, a better living for me. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of the Ten Commandments aged poorly. Yeah. As far as, like, <laughs> rules <laughs> yeah. go. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that was very instilled into me at a young age, so that might have a lot to do with how I still live my life. So, I don't know. Very cool. Gotcha. So... But you left church in seventh grade. Is yes. That, is, that, is that correct? Yeah, okay. only coming back in high school briefly. But, yeah. Found out it was the same and left again. Yeah, I mean, you got to understand is when I was younger going to it, like, I had a parent taking me there, usually. Yeah. Um, yeah. As an adult or as a, even just a high schooler, I haven't really, like, felt the need to seek it out at all. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at. Do you pray at all? Yes. How do you pray? I pray at night before I go to bed, and I usually pray for very basic things. I I'm thankful for things like good health mm-hmm. and the ability to just like have a bed and sleep. Yeah, I usually pray to for my family and friends. Nice, like my closest friends usually. Sure, yeah. You know, I gotta you keep gotta my keep enemies at bay. You gotta keep it tight. <laughs> no. And I'm keeping it tight. Do you every night? Respect. <laughs> Mad respect. Do you do you talk like whether like do like do you use words to pray? That's yes. kind of a weird. I not always, but like most of the time when I'm alone, I don't know. It makes it more real for me because mm-hmm. I I feel like do you literally talk? Yes. Cool. Sweet. I I do that only because I'm very very like. I have like a million things going to my head a second. And so putting things into words makes it more real for me. Yeah. If you talk, then it kind of focuses that, that lens a little bit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to put it. That makes sense to me. That's a really cool idea. Um, we'll continue with question number two of Real Christian Hours. This is Real which Christian we, Hours which, is this segment. Which we sort, of, up. Which we sort <laughs> of seamlessly segued into. You want to yeah. give us a sound for Real Christian Hours? Yep. One second here. It's real Christian hours. Ooh. All right. <laughs> We're down at the ranch. Wow. <laughs> that donkey's Protestant, you can tell. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Or that horse. That was a horse, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that big donkey is Protestant. <laughs> um, so question two, um, what is your sort of visual or... I guess I don't know why I have to restrict it to visual. What is your sort of like sensory understanding of God's image? Does that make yeah, sense? What I'm yeah, asking? yeah, yeah. So that's something that's like been in flux a lot. Yeah. I think when I was younger and going to church actively and like not thinking about it much, I definitely imagined God as like a tall white guy with a beard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But these days, like, I have no idea. When I think about God, it's more like I think about the image of heaven. And I think of that in, the image of heaven in my mind is a very kind of like 
the generic one that most people do, like the clouds and the brightness and maybe some gates and doves. The, the, the gold streets? Does it go that far? The, oh, man, the mansions? I don't know about that. I mean, but yeah, just like clouds for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I was thinking yeah. about clouds a lot. I don't know. That's my... Just sort of clouds and maybe a gate. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So Which, like, so that's that's actually really cool. Like, God is heaven. I I guess yeah. you could say that. I mean, it's more like yeah, they're they're aligned. So cool. But knowing my history with gatekeepers, we're gonna have some trouble. So <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see. Finally, uh, what what is the Holy Spirit to you? <laughs> the Holy Ghost, <laughs> and what? What is the Holy Spirit's job? The Holy Spirit as like a concept, like I don't know if it's much of a thing to me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, people talk about how like, oh, there's God and everything. Well, I mean, like, yes, but I'm not like, I guess I don't know. I'm not the kind of person who like sees God and everything. I don't know. What do you not see God in? I don't know the lamps and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like oh, a okay. like a like a brick. <laughs> okay, I think yeah. I thought I thought maybe when I asked that I I thought oh it's going to be you know atrocities or whatever, but you know the lamp. Well, I mean also. that's a, that's another thing too. It's like I don't know because I have like a very like vague relationship with God. Yeah, like the so I don't really know if I like I don't know. I don't know. I never really thought about the Holy Spirit as a concept and how I relate to it, really. That's super fine. It's still real Christian hours because you're still a real Christian. Hey, no, matter what, no matter what your yeah. uh, you know, involvement level is perceived by others is. I don't you know. know. It's, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, I'm just, I'm no, I don't know. I, I pray. It's, it's all good. And that's, that's basically my relationship these days. Nice. Way cool. You're you're way, like you're way ahead of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I, I, mean, that's, I, I mean, it's not what it's about, sure, but I guess the idea of organized religion to me, like I could still see myself being down with that, but it's it just doesn't exist in a form near me that I really would want to explore. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. There's no sort of like anarchist Christian collectives hanging right. around. Yeah, <laughs> in this part of the in this part of the country or whatever. Where's Cool Church? Hayden Smith goes to Cool Church. We Hayden still gotta Smith, go to that. Yeah, church. We still gotta go to Cool Church with Hayden yeah, Smith. He's he's got it down. Anyway, that was real Christian hours. <laughs> Talking about God and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry, we're we're mostly we're we're done talking about mostly God. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I've I've got a little bit of thoughts and prayers for you. Can I get a little, can I get a little sound thing for thoughts and prayers? Just a little bit. Yeehaw! All right. Um, <laughs> welcome to thoughts and prayers. I'm I'm Heath Huffman. I'm the host of. Uh, <laughs> ooh. I'm the host of thoughts and prayers uh, on this episode. Um, this comes from fervor.net, which we've been reading from some. What's that? It's a uh, fervor. It's an Australian. Uh, Christian sort of online magazine. Okay. It's like Christian BuzzFeed. I like that. Yeah, so fervor.net. So this article was written by Micah Marshall. The 
title of this article is Can Christians Watch Anime? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a question. Uh, <laughs> That's a legitimate question. I mean... I would say that there's sin in all anime just about <laughs> if you like look hard enough like this person presents an interesting question. <laughs> oh n- yeah, okay. So anime is one of those forms of media that most Christians automatically slap the taboo label on without giving it a second thought. And I understand where they're coming from. Sexual immorality secularism, and Buddhist philosophy are present in this genre. Wonder why. Yeah, weird. Hey. <laughs> wow, it's, it's, that's, I mean, it's not the mainstream religion over there, right? I think it is. Oh, that would make a lot of, I'll keep reading. <laughs> Oppose the teachings of the Bible and bring many people away from their faith. Pornography from anime. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly Ichi and Hentai. Whoa! Wow, this this Christian website said the word hentai, and I am has become a huge struggle for many Christians, particularly the saint man. (laughs) You know, there's been like some like 16 year old who's like been into that kind of stuff, and like their parents have like taken them to church, being like, "You need to talk to the pastor." You need to tell the pastor about your. Hentai thing. You need to tell the pastor right now about what's this Sailor Moon and the Seven Dragon Balls. (laughs) I don't know what that is, but the pastor should know. That's a real hentai, by the way. Check it out. What? (laughs) All right. Pretty good one. Pretty good one. (laughs) It's so bad. Oh, it's oh, it's oh, it's bad. It's like put together in Flash, but like in like (gasps) the nineties. Oh, it's a it's a Newgrounds hentai, basically. Okay. There's a deleted scene where it's. Austin Powers and Laura Croft just dancing together. <laughs> 9 11 ruined this country. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> there was some uh there's some good scenes in that movie. I liked it. Yeah. I give it a great. nine out of ten. Okay. Like, when <laughs> I was <laughs> Can, is it too late to just become a hentai review show? <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> it is never too late. When I was uh, younger, when I was first just learning about being horny, mm-hmm. I was still like very Christian, and I didn't. I knew that you weren't supposed to lust after women's bodies, so I would only lust after drawings. <laughs> <laughs> That's pure. You know, yeah, that uh, is not a loophole God thought of. I know. Hey. I know. Anime truly is the devil's work. It is it's true because he uh, he like Nathan for you being horny. <laughs> He's like, he's, it's like they're drawings. You can, you can yeah. be horny to these. You can be horny to these. So, um, pornography from anime, particularly Ichi and Hentai, have become a huge struggle for many Christians, tainting the, tr- tainting <laughs> the purity of many young people and locking, <laughs> <laughs> and locking themselves in a prison that they cannot escape. <sighs> so Is that does, prison in the basement? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a... It's a hog prison. <laughs> so does every anime have terrible, sinful actions? I'm trying to think. Let me make this clear. I'm not saying that every anime includes these themes that I mentioned. He made it very clear. Hmm. Similarly, these are also not found in every TV show, movie, or song. 
I won't admit that anime is perfect, but I would argue that there are many godly themes captured within these shows that can allow your faith to soar. He's going to talk about Evangelion. <laughs> if he talks about Evangelion, um, I'm introducing a point system on this podcast, and you're getting two of them. Oh, my gosh. With careful series searching, you can learn more about self-sacrifice, courage, love, leadership, and many other biblical teachings. Anime has helpful and uplifting potential. Because of this, I wanted to talk about two important questions that people should be asking themselves before they decide to start watching anime. You should try to answer these questions to yourself because no two people are the same in what is helpful for them to consume. I'll be asking you two both these questions, so be thinking. Um, one, where's my relationship with Christ at? I'm not asking it. Like I mentioned before, some anime contains all sorts of sinful actions that can affect us all if we're not careful. Unless you have a good recommendation from a trusted Christian friend, you never know what you'll find when watching a new show for the first time. Uh, oh, here's some Bible verse about, um, you know, where about anime. Ephesians 5, 22-25 says... But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now, those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also behave in accordance with the Spirit. Pretty classic verse. Mm -hmm. As born-again believers in Jesus Christ, we are called to live kingdom lifestyles. <laughs> <laughs> and uphold the law that God has given us. If you already stumble in your everyday life with these areas, you might want to reconsider watching anime for a time. <laughs> Whoa! You're, you're too far gone. Wow. Yeah. yeah, we almost forgot this was about anime for a second. <laughs> if you choose to watch anime, Satan will use it to his advantage, causing, to, causing you to draw further away from God. I can speak to that. <sighs> yeah. Um, I do lots of cosplay. Mm -hmm. Does Satan use anime on you most of the time? I do the sexy cosplay. So oh. Yeah. So, like... Sinful cosplay. Oh. You know. Oh, that's just sinful. Shut up, lady. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> just, so, so Satan kind of co gets you to cosplay. Who are your, I mean, who are your top faves to cosplay yeah, as? You, you my cosplay? number one is D.Va from Overwatch. Hell yeah. My favorite Sweet. person to cosplay. I also used to cosplay Misty. D.Va's a born-again Christian. That's in the lore. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Misty is a Reddit atheist. <laughs> <laughs> this is also true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have some cosplays in the works, too. Which ones? Uh, Yoko from Gurren Lagann. Oh, shit. Pentecostal, actually. That's going to be going coming up later. Um, Sick. Also, I want to cosplay Kaguya Luna, which is a YouTube AI personality. Sweet. Right, sort of like... Um, like Hatsune like Miku. Like Hatsune Miku, yeah. yeah. I like that, but for YouTube, yeah. Yeah, the Domino's Pizza mascot, Hatsune Miku. Yes. <laughs> Have you heard of Hatsune Miku? <laughs> <laughs> she dances on your pizza box. <laughs> it's time for the show. <laughs> Second. That's what Miku so, sounds like. <laughs> uh, so, so, Alex, where's your relationship with Christ at? Is, he, or is, is the devil kind of using anime on you also? 
Um, I would say I've been watching a lot of Boku no Hero Academia <laughs> recently, mm-hmm. and I would say that it has made my relationship with Christ stronger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that a Christian anime, pretty much? Uh, I don't know that it's a Christian anime, but it's got a lot of themes of self-sacrifice and of virtue and of protecting your friends and of standing up for what's right. That's a Christian anime. Christian go. anime. Just like Naruto. They're both Christian anime. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> pretty... Um, I mean, Naruto is kind of horny. It was kind of a horny anime. Mm, they have that naked lady power or whatever. He had that naked lady power, and then... Um, I don't know anything about Naruto. And then... Except for that. Sort of his his teacher was sort of a, like, Howard Stern type. Um, there's a lady in... Uh, there's a horny-themed superhero in My Hero Academia. Look, you're not going to get all of it out of the. It's like you know, it's like decaf coffee. You're not going to get all the caffeine out of the beans. <laughs> you're not going to get all the horny out of anime. Out of those anime beans, Never yeah. <laughs> so, question number two: What are my intentions for watching anime? That's that's the golden question. Th- this might be strange, but I need you to close your eyes and keep them shut. Do it. Okay. Closing. Jill, do it. Good night. At, look deep into your heart, the very fabric of who you are, the consciousness, the conscious that decides the course of your life, and ask yourself, why do I truly want to watch anime? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> hey. <laughs> why? You have you you have until I'm done reading to answer. Okay, I think, I, I think I've had a, a coming to God moment. Okay, yeah, now. we're we're doing it now. Now this may be a very silly exercise, but as Christ followers, we need to go through this process to see whether we can handle viewing anime. Here's the thing, though: is when I watch new anime, I only think about who I want to cosplay, and if cosplaying is sinful, then maybe my relationship with anime needs some work. Yeah, you need to sit anime down and set some boundaries. <laughs> I need to praise down. That's what I need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Let's see. Uh, only you know yourself better than anyone else, and you need to make the decision yourself. You may know some people who tell you the genre is the best thing ever and others who say it's the direct work of the devil. Like I said before, <laughs> you cannot fit teenagers into a box for what is strictly good or bad for them to consume. It's impossible. Good point, article. Can't laugh about it. Going even further, only you know what makes you fall on your knees before the devil and what brings you closer to God. I will go on out and say it right now. I used to be a porn addict. Did the saint man write this? Oh, my God. Anime has been a part of my life since uh, high school and has been one of my greatest passions. However, the sexual themes that kept on appearing for my favorite shows like Fairy Tale and Akamiga Kill made me reevaluate what I was doing. Excuse After God. much prayer and time with the Lord, I felt like I could handle the genre with much caution and transformed it into my ministry for bringing people to Christ. Point being, if you know your own struggles and need to make a decision, with careful thought. So, uh, Carlin, what were you going to say this, about this? Dude's got basic taste in anime. Yeah, this is, <laughs> oh, these are like shit. very entry level animes. This dude watched like Naruto once and was like, dang it, I'm too And he's horny. like, time, <laughs> yeah, time to get addicted to pornogs. Well, can't just jack off. That's yeah. not an option. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I should do. Yeah, oh, time, well. time to crank it for cartoons for perverts. <laughs> 
These pervert cartoons got me horned up. <laughs> That's like everyone at the anime con, though. Oh, yeah. is it? And that thing I was talking to you about before we started, how when people travel, yeah, they get more horny. Mm-hmm. That's like so true at anime conventions. Dude, yeah, it is. I went um, like when I was in high school yeah. to Tokyo and Tulsa. And it was the year that it was sponsored by um, Rockstar Energy Drink. Oh my God! Oh Jesus! No, no, not Rock. It was Full Throttle Energy Drink. And is that better? <laughs> it is better. It's a okay. better drink. Uh, and everybody, it was just the horn. It was the horniest event I've ever been to, hands down, bar none. You could smell it. Like everybody was just caffeinated. The adult video awards up. is probably less horny Dude, by comparison. For real. It's probably a very professional sort of meetup in a lot of ways. It's the same way that like a boiling pot of water is less hot than a pressure cooker. Because it's <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Oh my gosh. Because oh, like at, at the AVN, people are just blasting rope wherever they please, but at like at Tokyo and Tulsa, it was a bunch of very repressed teenagers. I it was that. so it was just coming through everyone's pores. You could breathe. Yeah. Yeah, you're like breathing cum kind of <laughs> a little bit the whole time. Many years ago, my ba- my band played at the Tokyo and Tulsa. Hell yeah. 2012. And so we had full access to this bar and none of us were 21 yet. Oh my god. But I didn't care. So Nice. We drank a lot and let me tell you the party culture at Tokyo and Tulsa is wild. Yeah? Yeah. And I mean, just honestly, though, like any anime convention, especially some of the really big ones, that's where people go to get, to be real horny. Wow. Dang. It's nuts. Dang. Watch out. Watch out. Yeah, watch out, teens. Watch out, teens. It's horny there. Mm -hmm. It's hornier than perhaps anywhere in the world. You might see someone with a boner. (laughs) In like like a Deadpool costume where you can't hide it. Posing in a picture and... Y'all yeah. know like the stereotype of like Deadpool cosplayers. No, how they're go ahead, go ahead and enlighten much, it. Yeah, how they like always because Deadpool's like a really like whoa type of character, you know? Yeah, very like uh, he's pretty random, right? Yeah, That's pretty random. So people who cosplay Deadpool do the thing that most like jumpsuit cosplay people do, where they just want attention like a real whole lot. So like. I don't know. Deadpool will often be the person to be horny in public at cons, and you have to watch out. Watch out for Deadpool. He's a con goblin. He's a con goblin. Wow. (laughs) You got to watch out for the con goblins. They're all in Deadpool outfits. Yeah, or like a t-shirt that's like been through the wash like five or six years too long. Gotcha. You You know what I would absolutely cosplay, though? A... A Deadpool cosplay, yes, but it's a Deadpool strong bad crossover cosplay. Whoa, that would be incredible. That's honestly very good. How does he use guns with those boxing gloves on? <laughs> <laughs> he just does it. He just does it. <laughs> Same way he types. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I need to get into cosplaying so I can do it. Jimmy Chongos. <laughs> right, sorry. I met a uh, master person. <laughs> I met a Hamsar cosplayer earlier Whoa. this year. Hell yeah. Cool. And it was really good, too. Like, very what? Accurate. Yeah. That's amazing. It was awesome. Was it, like, foam? What was the what was the costume made out of? Uh, it was just a dude. He had, like, just all the, like, little pieces of Hamsar's outfit. 
had like the right like font on the shirt and everything. So oh, the, the Bauhaus um, <laughs> TS, something like that. That font. We gotta let's let's roll through this. Okay, sorry. Article. We got two more paragraphs. I do want to do Homestar cosplay at some point. That'd be fun. Right. If you don't trust yourself to make the right choice and believe that you'll mess up, just ask God. James 1, 5 through 6 talks about how our Lord will not withhold his wisdom and gives it generously to those who ask. God wants to give you the answers that you're looking for, and they're only a prayer away. A helpful tip. Once you ask these two questions to yourself and feel no condemnation from the Spirit, then you can start watching anime. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I did feel some condemnation from the spirit when I asked myself why I watch anime. Okay, put the anime on hold. <laughs> They're probably pervert reasons. Yeah, they well, look. <laughs> <laughs> As a side note, if I could go back in time and give suggestion for Christians who are diving into the industry for the first time, diving into... Mm-hmm. It would be to pair up with a strong, godly friend that will watch episodes and series with you. You gotta you, have a spotter. Yeah, <laughs> you have to watch anime with a spotter, especially anime if you're just getting sp- getting started. <laughs> Too sinful. You need to turn that TV off. You never know what Satan will try to throw into your path, and going into anime for the first time with an accountable Christian by your side will help you stem your chances of standing. Wait. Mm-hmm. And going into anime for the first time with an accountable Christian by your side will help your chances of standing firm. Against the devil. This guy, okay. That's been thoughts and prayers. This person... That's <laughs> been the article. Is, ...is talking about anime like it's trying your first cigarette or something. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's, it's wild. <sighs> That's nuts. Uh, I do want to circle back. What would everyone's Homestar Runner cosplay be? Oh, gosh. It's tough, right? So you, you have to get, like, one Comic-Con character crossed over with a Homestar? I was thinking just straight Homestar, just, like... Uh, if you had to be one, who would it be? Homestar. Next question. Oh, you would be. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you're I'm a terrific a, athlete. I'm a home. He <laughs> is a terrific athlete. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I'd probably want to do one of them doing one of their Halloween costumes. Yeah. That's way better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, maybe Bubs. Yeah. Damn. Bubs would be fun mm-hmm. to cosplay. Bubs is a fun one. I think I, I would be the king of town. Feel that. That's yeah. that's pretty good. I think I would just. <laughs> uh-huh. Now we can't stop thinking about this crossover situation. Yeah. Okay. Deadpool, um, strong bad. Deadpool, uh, strong bad. Um. Hmm. Oh. The. Hmm. Honestly, I would hang out with Strong Sad. Yeah. Strong Sad. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It's got good taste and stuff. <laughs> Doesn't get the credit he deserves. Mm-mm. Sloshy. Good band. It's like, yeah. <laughs> hey, honestly. Yeah. Very good band. We don't even really care. Yeah. The Hulk strong mad. What's a the Hulk would be strong mad. Hmm? Limousine. Remember that? Yes. 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 Uh <laughs> <laughs> Limousine. <laughs> hey, strong man. <laughs> No, that was just strong bad singing that. Oh shit, you're right. You're, you're right. You're right. No, they, they did a, a limousine cover. Oh, of they it, did a though. cover. Yeah. You want to join my guild? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would Bub's crossover character be? 
Nick Fury. Fuck. Kel Mitchell's character from Good Burger. Dang. Oh, whoa. You know, wow. he's in the industry. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. There is like infinite, like canonical ground for this because of the Halloween episodes, too. Yep. So, uh, Toon Talk? Yes. <laughs> All right, buckle down. We're going to get into some Toon Talk. Right now. It's time to talk Toon. Welcome to Toon Town. (laughs) 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 Welcome to Disney's Toon Town, the part where we... Now, Toon Talk is what we call it when we talk about the the music. Uh, Oh, it's a live live album. It is a live album, and they have a prayer at the end. It's great. So, so briefly announce br- announce and describe what we're listening to. So this is the album "Proof That the Youth Are Revolting" by Five Iron Frenzy. Um, Legitimately, one of my favorite Christian albums. Really good album, probably my favorite Christian album, I guess by default, just because I don't really listen to Christian music, but I do listen to ska. So mm-hmm. hell yeah! Is this the one where the first one is? We'll just play it. We gotta play. It. Yeah, the first yeah, one's ridiculous. Yeah, just go ahead. This is Introduction mm-hmm. by Five Iron Frenzy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cornerstone 1999, please welcome Five Iron Frenzy. Woo! Woo! Yeah. I'm Cornerstone, are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Reese is going to heaven. <laughs> There's one thing I have to say before we play this song. And that is to hell with the devil! <laughs> 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 That's a striper reference. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Welcome to heaven. Yeah, guys. This, this, this is what this is what heaven sounds like all the time. This whip sack. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're not gonna hear anything different from me, bitch. <laughs> like. This is a very like third wave ska thing to do right here. Yeah. Ninety-nine. That's like the crest yeah. of the third wave. Yeah, this is. So we had to stop here for a moment, I think. So, uh, there. Um, I was feeling it. So they're they're good. Cats can play. Yeah. Cats can. Oh, sorry, sorry. Cat, cats can play. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Fire and Frenzy is like one of my favorite Christian bands of all time, and I still mm. sort of, I still sort of come back a lot to them. Um, I find like nobody sounds like Reese Roper, who's the one person does. Who? Y'all ever seen that episode of? I think it's America's Got Talent, 
where this dude who like collabed with Britney Spears in the nineties came back to start a career, but he clearly did some like a lot of drugs, so he just kinda had a raspy voice. And he sounds like Reese? Yeah, he sounds just like him. That's wild. Goodness. Yeah. Whoa. People who've seen that episode of America's Got Talent <laughs> know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Real heads know. Did that one go viral? Uh, yes. The next day? It's real intense because Britney Spears herself is one of the judges. And cool. that was his claim to fame is collaborating with her. But he also is really bad, so they reject him. And it's, it's <laughs> he cries and leaves. That's how it ends. It's real sad. Man. And Dang. that one went viral? Yeah. Oh, brutal. Probably, but it went sad viral, though. It didn't go like you happy. on YouTube. America's Got Talent viral. Oh, no. It's not like a unicycle dog or something that's going to the next yeah. round. <sighs> unicycle dog, man. Whew. Is that like Milkshake Duck? <laughs> we regret to inform you that Unicycle Dog is racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. One Girl Army. Yeah. It's about to get very ska. Made us listen to this one this for a different reason on a different episode, but it's very good. Was it when I was trying to get you guys to listen to Pain, my favorite ska band? Nope. Okay. I think it was, I forget what it was. Doesn't matter right now. Okay, this part, when he sings like this, yeah. that's when he sounds like the guy on America's Got Talent. Oh my god. Whoa. So Reese is very good singing, would still get him a no on America's Got Talent. <laughs> So that's why Scott exists, though. Yeah. Another outlet. I got you. This whips. About it. Yeah. Uh, America's got scal scallant. What? <laughs> Amer America's Scott. Scott America's got America Scott talent. So fun fact. One time I was in a <laughs> sorry. <laughs> One yes. time I was in a ska band, and mm -hmm. there was a person in our ska band who wanted us to be on America's Got Talent very badly. I mean, but what like unique selling proposition does a ska band have? Being on right. one of those shows, it's like we make ska. Yeah, that's, that's like ska. That's kind of the thing about ska because you can't. It's it's a it's a genre. It's definitely like a genre, right? Ska like and and, ska, and so for ska, it's just like we're ska. Like that's Do you want the, it? that's the the <laughs> like that's the thesis of a ska yeah. band. Like you like ska? Well, that's what we do. That's pretty much it. Yeah. There's some ska bands that like they call themselves brass rock, and I just what? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's kind of <sighs> silly. Brass? I mean, brass rock. Horncore? <laughs> Horncore is much better. Horncore. Horncore. Was that one song off that Chariot album we listened to last week, Horncore? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would call, I would also call Bad Credit, No Credit, Horncore. Uh, Whoa, me, okay. I'm going to turn on, just take a quick diversion so you guys can figure out what I'm talking about. We're exploring third wave Horncore. Yeah. Is it not letting me log on? Oh, oh. Let them log on. Oh, log me on. 
So Five Iron Frenzy, while you're looking yeah. for that, they formed in, it was like the early 90s, right? Probably some round. Yeah. Because they, uh, I, I had like every, I had every one of their albums. I probably still do. I probably, probably still got the CDs at my parents' house. But, uh, and they broke up in 2001? Something like that. And then they were apart forever. Yeah, yeah. And then they came back. But they're back together now. I, yeah. th- I think th- I think they're still currently back together. A lot of ska bands in the like 2011 to 2014 time came back together after being broken up. To, to create fourth wave ska. Fourth wave. <laughs> Truly is a thing. Definitely. Um, is anything in its fourth wave? Because... Ska and feminism are the only things that I know that have waves. I think those are it. All right, I found it. This is Shit Hits the Fan by Bad Credit, No Credit. Get up, get up, get up. This is not Ska. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this is horncore. This is very yeah. different from Scott. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Is this the song that plays on in the Spider-Man 2 game when you have to deliver pizza? No. Oh. <laughs> I heard this this band first on the Chris Gethard show. That man has such amazing taste in music. It's incredible. Yeah, so that's... Like, he doesn't like music I like, but I respect how curated his, like, set of things that he likes is. I mean, this was public access days, and those bands were hit or miss. There was yeah, some, yeah, very there true. There was some stuff... But there was definitely, like, an editorial voice in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Let's go back. So this is bad credit, no credit. Yeah. Horncore. Horncore. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Go go listen to bad credit, no credit if you're you're feeling horncore. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Five Iron Frenzy's sort of the stuff that they wrote about was, like, also really sort of wide and diverse, right? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a huge Five Iron Frenzy, like, fan, but it seems like, to me, they wrote about kind of the same kind of stuff most ska bands wrote about, too, though. Mm-hmm, and yeah. They wrote about, like, being popular, and I think they had a song about girls or something. I don't know. That sounds right. So they have a song, I think their most popular song, or one of their most popular songs, called Handbook for the Sellout. Yeah. What's that about? I don't know. Do you know? I'm trying to remember. That was off of All the Hype That Money Can Buy. That was like the first the first one. I don't I don't remember exactly what Handbook for a Sellout was about, but I remember it, it, it might have been something about, like... I think it was about like in crowd, out crowd kind of stuff, like popularity. Yeah, it was like a very ska song. Yeah, like discussions on popularity and stuff. Gotcha. Um, stuff that the kids can relate to. They also there's also like a song that they wrote that we'll get to uh, on this album, I think, called Blue Comb '78. 
just about how Reese lost a comb when he was a kid and it made him sad. That's wow. a very, very scar kind of thing to do. Is yeah. Write a song about something super insignificant. Yeah. For sure. All right, up next we've got O Canada. I bought, I bought, I asked my parents for a dollar, like a digital dollar, to buy this song on iTunes when I was 13. Oh. <laughs> mm. The studio version. Yeah. I've always been, I don't know, akin to live style. No, I get it. It doesn't translate to the studio great all the time. It's hard. It's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. I know the words. It's fucking. I love this band. Good. I did it. I did this when we did. They might be giants. So you have full. <laughs> you have full reign. We did do. They might be giants. I know they're not a Christmas yeah. band. Yeah. 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 What do you, What do you want to know? This song's about Canada and it being good. Great. Yeah. hasn't Hasn't aged at all. Honestly. No, it's perfect. Yeah. A plus Scott song. Yeah. Uh, up next, a flowery song. We're just gonna plow through the whole damn album. Pretty long, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so we we gotta we gotta book a little bit, but yeah. This sounds like the first draft of the Office theme. <laughs> I feel like we're watching America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All Man, Ska things. was commercial in the '90s, which is really yeah. weird to think about. Messed up. I think horns are like a very easy like sound to present to people so it kind of makes sense yeah people love horns it's also at every y'all remember clueless yeah yeah so there's a is a, a scene in clueless where they all go to a dance club or whatever and i was like oh i know what dance clubs are like yeah ska bands playing in this dance what <laughs> yeah yeah it's the mighty mighty boston yeah <sighs> it's the damn boston's oh classic save paris was in the movie so messed up. Goldfinger um, had songs on. Uh, what was it? Waterboy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Tony Hawk. <laughs> mighty mighty Boss Tones. You remember that Will Ogletree joke that was? Uh, I was in a ska band for babies. It was called the Tiny Tiny Boss Tones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's very, very No good. doubt I'm a baby. No <laughs> doubt I'm a baby. Um, there was a third one. I can't Nightlight Manifesto. Nightlight Manifesto. That's right. I think about oh this joke gosh. once a day. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Because um, he was a baby and he could only do upstrokes. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't control his muscles. Uh, all right. Up next. <laughs> We've got Handbook for the Sellout. This is the popular one. I remember this. I remember fe feeling just th this one was like a little bit overrated. I agree. Talking now. I really, I didn't. 
I wasn't like super there for the like super happy-go-lucky tracks of theirs. I really liked when they got more serious most of the time, and they do get serious a good amount um, for every for every song that they have about. Um, well, not for every song. For about every three songs that are like about combs or uh, you know Canada or. Yeah. The show, the TV show, Different Strokes. They have one about like Native American genocide. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. That's how much I know. That's wild. I yeah. love that. And they had one about a police riot in Chicago. I think it was after a sporting event or something, and it was like very anti-cop. Hell yeah! yeah. I'm about it. Like they're 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 it's it's Christian music, but. These dudes ain't licking boot, you know what I mean? Love it. Love it. There's a cover on the top, too. All right, next. Receive him. There we go. Go ahead. That goes out to my mom. She's proud of me because of the way I dress. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's receive him. I love it. It's so hot, I'm going to have a heat stroke. It's not the name of the song. It's called All That Is Good. Mm -hmm. This is probably my favorite. This is a good one. This this is a good one. I I only really knew this album. Mm Very boss tones, this sort of yes. riff. Where does the misunderstanding come from? Demanding that would be outstanding and then some. Perfection never was a requirement. Although some might say we deserve So after Five Iron broke up for a little bit, I know that, I know that Reese had like at least two side projects, but after that I think he was like, an EMT for six years. Whoa! Yeah, yeah like a real, the real Ernest Hemingway of ska over here. Wild. I want to be the Ernest Hemingway of ska one day. <laughs> this is like high school, like CD in my old car. Reese can write a good song when he wants so to. So good. Like he's really good at talking about either something or nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that in a band, as you know. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if Reese is like the songwriter or not, or if they all kind of do it. I don't know that much about them. Up next, we've got Dandelions. Oh. Good horns. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah, this song is sweet. I like their... uh, It it feels kind of goofy, but it's sweet. 
like their uh, dedication to the upstrokes on the verse parts. Yeah. Respect. Yeah, they they do like ska purist verses. Yeah. And then they kind of brass rock the co- the choruses a little bit. They do. Which which I think is which I think is good. I don't I don't think it would have been executed as well if it was just like just textbook ska all the way through rather than what they did instead. Their, their compositions were always a little more like ambitious, I felt like, than a mm-hmm. lot of ska bands. Yeah. Of course, most of the well-known ska bands were, so it mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, yeah. I mean, there aren't like a bunch of Christian ska bands or whatever, but right. you can really tell by the way they sound that they weren't just content with just making the ska that was made before... All right, up next, Sucker Punch. I'm trying to remember this one. Me know. too. My favorite ska band, Pain, did a song called Sucker Punch, but it was about betting against yourself oh. in a fight and then losing intentionally. My favorite director, Zack Snyder, made a movie called Sucker Punch. <laughs> no one's favorite director is Zack Snyder. I know, not even me. It's, it's a bit. <laughs> I know. Still don't remember this one yet. Wait. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> this horn line is very silly. Yeah. I love Scooby. it. <laughs> oh, this was off their first album. They might have had two or three albums out by the time this album came out. This rules. Yeah. This guy is like singing. He's a lot like the guy from Goldfinger. Yeah. The guy from Goldfinger is more gruff a little bit, though. I think so. You know the you know lead singer from MXPX used to play bass in Goldfinger. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. We learned wow. that doing this podcast. <laughs> Some of my favorite sort of ska facts are the um, are the punk rock icons that spent like maybe a year in a in a ska band and, wh- and who and what they were. Travis Barker. Travis Barker, the Aquabats, drums. Yeah. What? Yep. What? Yeah. You don't know that? No. There's photos of him in the outfit. He recently played shows with them. There's him. Yeah. Travis is geared up in some photos. Badass. I love that. He's a full-on Aquabat. That's great. Yeah. Strong um, Bad, also an honorary yeah. Aquabat. Is that true? true? He was in the show. What? Strong Bad. He was in Aquabat Super the Show? The character Strong Bad was in the Aquabat Super, Stri- I Super Show. I watched the whole thing. How did I not notice that? I'm pretty sure he was. Am I? It was It was basically Strong Bad and everything but name. Okay, okay, okay. okay. It was a guy, it was like a, a human that looked like Strong Bad and had Strong Bad's voice. Okay, okay. But <sighs> basically, yeah. Okay. Up next, we wait a minute. Here's the cover. I'm not gonna say what it is. Yeah. Okay. My favorite song on the album coming up. Fuck. <laughs> I love Tom Jones. I like nearly all the way forgot that this was on, Ugh. but it's very good. I was also young enough hearing this album that I just thought this was an original for a real long time. Oh my god. I knew the song. 
There was a lot of like mom and like songs I associated with my mom and dad that got ska covers. Hell yeah. Yeah, like I remember Brown Eyed Girl. Yeah. Ska cover for someone. That song's ripe for a ska cover. Real Big Fish yeah. covers Tetris, I think, too. That's fun. That okay, they didn't, but it's a funny story. Because it's one of those things like on LimeWire where the name someone mislabeled it and oh. it got downloaded a million times. So who so, covered Tetris? I don't know who actually did it. Someone did. I love that. Catch twenty two? Maybe. Shit, this is good. So good. I don't know. I don't think Catch Twenty Two did it. They meant like Streetlight Manifesto or like Speed Ska. Yeah. Ska core. Yeah. Maybe. Ska core. Skittle core. There it is. There you go. Cargo pants core. <laughs> Ska's music to wear cargo pants too. Yep. And a Kangle hat. You know, and Game Boys. Uh-huh. Skittles. So much room. And have a beard that's <laughs> only like right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just a little baby beard. All right. Up next, we've got Anthem. Their song about the Ayn Rand book, I have to assume. <laughs> okay, real talk. He, he sounds like he just ate something that didn't taste very good. Yeah. He's <laughs> getting it out of his mouth and all singing. Oh, yeah, th- this is one of their American Socks ones. Uh, yeah, I was just about to be like, is this about n- how nationalism is bad? Yeah. Badass. Yeah, these guys are either goofing off or not licking boot. It's oh. great. Late 90s was like a good time for Christian Christian music, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like better than the 80s. Right. Where it was all really commercial. Right. And it was better than the 2000s where it was all still pretty commercial. Yeah. Anyway. All right, next we've got A New Hope. The Star Wars one. Yeah. This is like a like a ska spy movie is what this makes yeah, me think of. Definitely. Th- like about a horn heist. Metal Gear Solid 3 Horn Eater. Whoa! <laughs> oh my gosh. A ska cover of Snake Eater would be fucking phenomenal. It could happen. Yeah. Listeners, if you have a ska band, please cover Snake Eater from Metal Gear Solid. Needed cover. Oh, I do. I do know a YouTube account that covers things. Oh, that does. Ska? That does Scott covers of things. Scotty Network. Scotty Network. Yeah. I know that person. You do. Yeah, Jeremy. Have Have Jeremy do Snake Eater, or yeah, tell tell Jeremy. him tell him we'd love him to, and we'll let him come on the podcast if he does. Jeremy, you better better do Snake Eater. You did it. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Jeremy used to be in a band called. Survey says we did a show with a long time ago. Uh huh. Nice. Pretty good. Yes. Good band. One of the uh, one of the guys who comes to my open mic, Bannister. He's like an acoustic jazz guy, but he covered Snake Eater. 
Really? Yeah, it was awesome. That rules. <laughs> it was that. fucking phenomenal. Yeah, very lounge guitar. Type. So good. Just like the gentlest way to make everybody in a room horny is what he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if Jack Johnson was subtle. Yeah. Imagine if they played Snake Eater at an anime con. Oh, no. Would people just start coming. Yeah, yeah. Everybody just... I think so. It's in your eyes like pepper spray. Like... <laughs> That's what I imagine when I think about anime cons. <laughs> Spring cup. <laughs> Just everyone busts a simultaneous nut. It's Just spraying hog. <laughs> That's basically what it is. That's all I'm saying. I've been to the anime cons. I'm telling you what it is. Thank you, anime con S- reporter. It's <laughs> secular Falls Creek. Whoa. Whoa. All right. Next we've... Next, we've got Arnold and Willis and Mr. Drummond. Classic. This is a good band for young me because it was really easy to understand what every song was about. Yeah. Just describing what happens on different strokes. Love it. I can't imagine keeping that tempo up as a drummer. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who drummed for them. But right now I only know... I can... I can, like, only visually place Reese, a horn player... I'm sorry, the trumpet player... And the trombone player. The saxophone player. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Just Reese and the horns. Jesus. Yeah, this is insane. I don't drink enough caffeine to keep that tempo up. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm too old. Yeah. There's no way that the drummer for this just doesn't have, like, Bane tubes of caffeine just plugged into his arms. (laughs) (laughs) Just a beer hat with Coke straws in the nose. Yeah. All right. That's how you do it. Yeah, wild. All right, next we've got Ugly Day. Oh, no. It's about a day that grew up to be a swan. Do I like Ugly Day? Ooh. This is a happy one. Skipping down the boulevard. This is nice, yeah. This is like late 90s game show right here. Oh, yeah. This is AFV. For sure. Like, is Reese Roper a good singer is the biggest, like internal debate in my brain most of the time. That's tough. More so than other genres, ska singers get like a pass. Like, they they can be pretty bad and still be fun. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but like, ska singers... It's like how character actors don't have to be handsome. Whoa. Let's see. Is, Is Tom Waits a character singer? Yes. 
I asked it and I knew the answer. Yeah. Who else is a character singer? Blink-182 guy. Oh, Tom DeLonge? Tom DeLonge, yeah. The guys from Wayne. Getty Lee? (laughs) Getty Lee is a character singer, yeah. This is fun. Yeah, they have the one of the best sounding horn sections. Mm. Mm. Alright, next. Where zero meets 15. I don't know what this one's about. Can't wait to find out. Ooh, I like that guitar line a lot. I'm only now realizing how big of a blind spot their first album is for me. Because I, I I recognize these song titles, but I don't recognize... I, I have no idea what they're going to sound like before they happen. I gotcha. This is like original iPod shuffle days. Like, yeah. Listen to it. Junior high. Yep. School. And like straight up, the only thing on my my first iPod was a Nano. First thing, I'm the only thing on my Nan for a long time was like the last two Five Iron albums, and I kind of like filled it filled it in backwards. And that was like my whole that was like a year and a half for me. Dang. One, yeah, just them. That rules. All right, next, superpowers. Oh, this one's fun. It helps to eat a tasty low-fat snack before you... <laughs> Time to burn up those carbos. Come on. I... Crowd participation. I love it. A staple of the genre. Yeah. Ska stage banter is always pretty high level. It's got to be. Ugh. You got to have something where the audience participates. Yeah. So this isn't superpowers. This is just sort of a jam. But it gets good. Oh, yeah. What what song is this? I don't recognize this from, from like, an album. I think this is just... a cover song. Oh, it is? is. I don't know what it is. Sometimes ska reminds me of like grilling hamburgers. Yeah. I think I think it's because of Good Burger, but yeah, you yeah. too. Less than Jake. Yeah. Really yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude, Less than Jake than all, was all over Good Burger. I forgot. You know it. Another ska band movie. Mm, that bass is fun. Nickelodeon was the ska children's channel. Yep. I would say so. So the song has begun here with this. Okay. Yeah. It's got like a Sugar Ray vibe to it. 
This song is basically about um, all of them being just like lazy, sloppy pieces of shit, and it's crazy that they get to make money for just playing music for people. Hell yeah, great. Yeah. Develop a taste for bread mold. <laughs> so here's the chorus. Ska band has a song about being in a ska band. That makes sense. It's just such a lazy, sloppy song. The bass line's really good, though. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Stopping it after that. That's sinful. Yeah. Yeah. Dropped an F bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, we've got Bluecomb 78. This song has a drop in it. It's very good. Okay. You know, guys, I know what it's like to be at the rock and roll concerts. You go. <laughs> trying to relate to the kid. A little mm-hmm. bit lonely. You might look to your right or left. And maybe you see this. I just drooled on myself. A beautiful young lady. And you're saying to yourself... If only they would play a slow song, that I might take that young lady in my arms. I know, joke. Think about that part where Reese drools on himself and just announces, just drooled on myself and just keeps going. (laughs) Very funny. Most confident guy on earth. Yep. So just to recap, this song is about losing, losing a comb. Got it. R.I.P. R.I.P. the comb. Presumably in 1978. Sure. Oh. oh. I wonder if that comb ever got found. We'll, we'll have to listen to the song to find out. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? Oh! Gets a whip sound. Very good. It's going off. Um, ah! Like, I can't think that fast. No. This is... I mean, 
Sonic the Hedgehog could drum this fast, maybe Shadow. It would be close. It would be very yeah. close, yeah. Is Sonic faster than Shadow? Is that been decided? I think I don't know. canonically, Sonic can like do that thing where he kind of goes Super Saiyan. So but so can Shadow, can though. Oh, yeah. shit. Shadow can, too? I, uh, I consider myself a Sonic or sure. aficionado. I think Sonic and Shadow go just about the exact same speed. Dang. Because, okay. because that's kind of what Shadow was designed to do, be just right. as fast. Pretty much, I guess. It's the ultimate life form. What if they switch shoes? Would they still be? I think well, you're the fake hedgehog around here. You're the, the faker. Yeah. Technically, Shadow can go faster than Sonic because sh- those little little golden rings on Shadow's wrists mm-hmm. those are like those contain his power. Oh. That, that was in the comic book. Oh, oh shit. So oh fuck. He can actually go like go ham. I think he does that in the Shadow game. I don't know. Anyway, oh, I know way too much about Sonic the Hedgehog. So oh, that rules. Yeah. Oh, shit. Damn. Ask me any deep lore question. I got you. Um. Uh, does, does Tails have a b- butthole for every tail he has? Yeah, two buttholes, one butthole. Last I checked, just one. Okay. okay. One butthole, two tails. <laughs> yeah, last time I was on DeviantArt, it was just one butthole. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. But, uh... Yeah, catch me on the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog web forum. SonicTheHedgehog.wikia.com I am not afraid to lay the band hammer down. So <laughs> <laughs> don't cross me. Respect. You, yeah. D- uh, Which Sonic characters do you ship? Uh, let's see. Mm, Big the Cat and yeah. me. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Knuckles okay. and Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. Um, Amy Rose and the Bee. What's the Bee's name? Charmy. Charmy, yeah. Charmy's, nah, Char- Charmy's a little no. guy. All right, you're right. Charmy needs to get some more experience. Oh, my God. Barry the Bee? Barry the Bee from Bee Movie. Barry oh. the Bee, I think, is a proper suitor for Amy. For Amy, yeah. He can, he He's can so respectful. Down. Yeah. And so funny. <laughs> Reminds me of Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I saw a shirt that had the whole script on it. Is that movie? Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty it cool. Just v- very small. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you look at it as one big block, though, it kind of it doesn't look that big. Huh. You're yeah. right. A lot of action sequences, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Rouge the Bat and Paul Blart Mall Cop. Mm. That's that's the combination that America's been waiting for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> honestly, greatest crossover. <laughs> honestly, they're great for each other. Rouge would make a shy guy like Blart really come out of his shell. Mm-hmm. He is like, a cop though, and she's a criminal. That's what makes it so fucking hot. They have a, <laughs> <laughs> they have a dynamic, certainly. A real. She's not a mall criminal, so. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's so true. They don't have <laughs> chaos emeralds at the mall. <laughs> Not yet. No. No. Um, <laughs> no. Not if your mall doesn't have a Spencer's. You don't. <laughs> Let's hit that next song. Every new day. Oh, that's so, so they end every. Sh- as far as I, 
as far as I know, they end every show with this song. And there's a prayer too, right? There's a there's a sort of prayer at the end that just gets like the song ends, but you know the music keeps going. There's a prayer in the song, and it's honestly very sweet. And I've I've cried about it before. Wow. Yeah. It's a very like feel good band. Yeah. They they kind of get they kind of get angrier toward the very end of their career, but by and large they do stay pretty fun and happy. I mean, even when ska bands are doing that kind of thing, it's like ska music is like if, if it were personified, it would be like a it'd be like the underdog. Yeah, you know? that's like, that's why there was so much ska in '90s movies because it was an underdog era. That's true. Feel like, like Clinton won underdogs, baby. He won by playing a saxophone. Damn, damn, but damn. He's, he's the ska it. president. Ska president. Yeah, okay, this is 15 minutes long. Where do we get to the prayer? Like halfway in. If you get silence, go back. Maybe. No, back up more. 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 Yeah, okay. There's going to be another chorus, and uh, and then it'll kind of bridge out into it. I'm glad you know what you're talking about, because it's been way too long. It's, o- it's okay. I'm, I've been training for this day. All right. Love that mm-hmm. horn. One of the best horn sections I've like ever heard. And I think it's just a trio. Wow. Yeah. I'd say them and Mighty Binding Boston and Streetlight have like some of the best horn sections. Yeah. It's got music. I got to see Streetlight live. Yeah. Where at? Diamond. Me too. Is it just like yeah. five or six years ago? Mm-hmm. Wait, were you guys at the same show? Yeah. Probably. Nice. So here, this is the prayer, right? So I think it, I think what it is is partly the lyrics, and then part of it it has like the same emotional energy as like an anime opening. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. 
And I can watch anime because it really checked my heart, and I, I don't watch it for the pervert reasons. You're not you're not horny for it. Nope. I'm only I'm only actually in anime for like the male friendship. I think. Uh huh. Yeah. Plenty of that in there. Yeah, anime taught me male friendship isn't a myth. So. <laughs> well, folks, that's been album. There it was. It's time to go. To final judgment. Oh wait, before we do final judgment. Which of these songs should we send to Digital Heaven? Mm. So, Garland, Digital Heaven is a Spotify playlist of ours. Okay. If we were were to, you know, talk OOC for a second. Mm. Um, It is a Spotify playlist that we we pick a song from each episode and put it on our playlist called Digital Heaven. So, you get to send one song to heaven. What is it? It's going to be Praise Him. Oh, Receive Him? Receive Him, that's it. See him. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. <laughs> Done. Digital heaven added. There you go. Hey, there it is. Whoop. Whoop. There, there it is. Whoop. There it is. Whoop. Uh, oops. There Whoop. It is. There it is. <laughs> you sound like a person who's like trying to lift something. Like, Whoop. Whoop. There it is. <laughs> a Midwestern dad moving his kid in the dorm. Oh. Whoop. There it is. Whoop, there it is. Let me sneak right talking, past you. Talking about the back. <laughs> talking about back pain. Whoop, there it is. Oh, there it oh, is. My, lum- my, my lumber is. Uh, hey, where do you keep the ranch at? <laughs> <laughs> Dumb question, Dad. The fridge. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'll go first. It's getting a twelve. Oh, by the way, Garland, the uh, rating system is out of twelve disciples. You got to keep in mind one of them's Judas. Okay. <laughs> so do with that what you will. Um, so. So, hey, it gets a 12. Why does it not get a perfect 11? Uh, because I think some of the songs off the first album are pretty cornball, but this band kicks ass, and um, it is the first band I felt things to. So. Hell yeah. I'm going to give them a 12 as well yeah. for similar reasons. At the same time, like it's, it's more passable. I feel like if it were a different genre, like I would think less of the album based on some of the, the content of the lyrics, but because it's goofy and self-aware, like, it gets a pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does say stu- it does stay self-aware the whole time. Otherwise, the corny um, first album type stuff would bother me more. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and echo that 12. Um, you guys know I'm, I'm a huge uh, horn enjoyer. I like ska a lot. Um, I, uh, they checked a lot of boxes for me. Mm-hmm. Their ability to sing about nothing and also sing about something is something I really like, um, but also yeah, go. those 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 first album tracks were uh, they were, they were fine. Whatever. So, uh, Fishers of Men Fisher, Club. Welcome to the Fishers of Men Club. That's anybody who gets fine. an aggregate above ten. Five Iron. You didn't get the Heaven score, mm-hmm. but you did get the twelve, which is the second best. Yep. Way to go. And maybe maybe you'll get. Maybe you'll get the heaven score on a different album. Maybe if you if we talk about my favorite one, mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, c- yeah, love you guys. Come on the podcast. Yeah, um, you guys are really good. <laughs> um, this is my favorite live album. They they've done another one, and it was really? like their last tour. Oh, I've heard that one. Yeah, before, the yeah. the end is here, and uh, everybody like after every new day. They before and before they're like encore. They people chant "thank you" for like ten minutes, and you just hear it. I remember yeah. listening to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
wild. People love this band. Yeah, they're a lot. Uh, yeah. When they came back, they, th- they did a, like a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe or something, and they mm-hmm. got a lot of a lot of a lot of money. So yeah, they uh, like them. They released some album. They released a music video where Reese is dressed like Abraham Lincoln, which is, <laughs> I think it's I think it's another like America's silly in a bad way one. I see. Yeah, uh, cannot remember the name of it for the life of me right now, but. Um, Congratulations, Five Iron, on your album proof that the youth are revolting, making it into the Fishers of Men Club. Yep. Last thing we last thing we have to do is do a little plug in. Let's plug it. Garland, where can we find you online and where can we follow the things that you're doing? You can find me online at basically any social media at G Wiz of the Stars. That's G W I Z of the Stars. No spaces, no underscores. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Music. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Hit me up on all those. Hit me up on PlayStation Network. Damn. What's your What's your PSN? DJ G Wiz. Okay, I'll add you when I get home. Hit me up. I you're on. You're on a lot of plats. You know, I'm multi-platform. I'm out here doing what I do. You know what? You already know what it is. No, you have more plat. You, you're on more platforms than any guest we ever had. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a lot going on. What can I say? From yeah. from our family to yours, we're super proud of you. Hey, yeah. thank you. I appreciate that. Thank uh, you so much for coming on the show. It's it's been good being here. I uh, hope that. The spirit of Ska stays within y'all. Yeah. And when you're sleeping, uh, be sure to be dreaming about when you'll be skanking next. (laughs) (laughs) The work bathroom, next question. (laughs) Do you go to a handicap stall so you can really have the room? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Circle pit. A scandicap stall. Um, My goodness. All right, so... Let's say thank you to a few more people. Jill, thank you for sitting in, mm-hmm. watching the board. Thank you. Uh, Jarvix, thank you for the intro. Mm-hmm. Molly, thank you, Molly K. Devine, thank you for the talk in the walk stinger. I'm a big fan of Molly. Shouts Molly. Molly's she, great. She's great. Uh, thank you to Steve Wampus Reynolds for our Toon Talk stinger. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you to Cameron Brewer mm-hmm. for our outro, Holy Ghost Riding the Whip. Uh, thank you to Good Trash Media for being our pod papas, our uh, our cast daddies. Shout outs. Mm-hmm. And thank you. Yes, you. The listener. <laughs> for listening. To it. To the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're going to end the show the way we always end the, sh- end the show with our catchphrase. Um, give skanks to the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own scondersanding. Oh, that was wow. Good. I like that. Damn. All right, bye everyone. Love you. Holy Ghost round the whip. What what? 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 Holy Ghost round the whip. What?